Hello and welcome. This is Pastor Deborah for Copy Love, Love is Here Ministry. And this is the introduction to the webcams, to all the videos. And I wanted to introduce you to me before you got started. And I wanted to talk to you a little bit about what the webcam series is are going to be about. I wanted to let you know that the first series uh, is going to be a rediscovery series. And as we travel through and we learn and grow, there'll be more and more series of rediscovery. I want to let you know that I'm in a pattern. I have been highly trained and educated, and I am coming to you as a partner and ally of the most highest and mightiest general there ever is, Agape Love. I like to use the analogy that in World War II, in order to set millions and millions and millions of people free, an entire continent, nations, and resources, and the next generations and the next generations, it took allies and partners from many, many nations, highly trained in many different areas, all coming together for one purpose, to set people free. Free people cannot stand the thought of other human humans and humanity being in bondage and slavery and can't get free. So I serve under a general, Agape Love, Love is Here. Agape Love is the most powerful general there ever is. It will take you beyond all borders, through every nation. It doesn't need any papers. It travels in a world that most people don't understand nor see. I am sort of a resistance fighter, an underground fighter. But I'm also out in the open, a teacher. And these videos on webcam are going to be teaching lessons. There will be many different series that will come along to help you. And I hope that you enjoy them and that you get to know me and you get to know yourself and you get to know others. So enjoy the webcam videos. Some of them have different lengths, but the main goal of each one is to bring hope and encouragement to you the person that you have not yet met, the person that has been hidden from most of yourself, but not from others, and to help you discover that there is more to you than you know. And because I am a trained fighter, and I work very closely with Agape Love, we're going to be doing some, setting some things free. If you've ever watched any of the World War II stories and how Europe was invaded, some of the countries invited the people in. Some people welcomed. Other people did not have a choice. And yet they all ended up in the same place, bondage, to something that was more powerful more vicious and tormenting and vexing. So here we are. Since humanity began, we have had problems in our hearts and our minds, feelings and our emotions. And boy, we have tried to figure it out. 
And there's a good article, uh, a video that you can watch called Equal Partners. Because a lot of us don't understand what is going on with us. Why do all the problems that we all want to solve and live in peace and harmony and have a wonderful life, why can we not solve them? There are so many smart and intelligent people all over the world in every nation going to school, learning, trying everything they know how to help humanity. Their hearts are so wonderful that they love and they don't like to see anybody hurting and vexed and tormented. And they're trying with every ounce of knowledge they have to figure it out. And there's resistance fighters such as me that we know you have to have something stronger than what we know. Throughout history, most of humanity believed in a connection to a higher power. And that higher power was a loving higher power. And it wanted to help us. And it wanted to touch us and caress us and be a part of our lives. Well, somehow, things got messed up. And we no longer really invite a higher power into our lives to help us. And we have turned mainly to other ways, which is working some. We are getting some results. But this enemy that's unseen that continues through thousands and thousands of generations. doesn't seem to end. The war is never solved. There's little breaks every now and then, but it goes on. Everybody's asking the question, how do I stop it? How do we end this unseen war that attacks us, that attacks our children and our loved ones? How can we have peace? How can we get along with each other? And yet there's no answers. Humanity seems to be trapped in bondage and slavery to unseen enemies that it cannot see or hear, doesn't believe in. So it has no answers. And we all put along trying to figure it out. We're trying so hard. Every nation is trying. Every educated person, every mama, every father, everybody. We even got dogs and animals trying to help us and love us and support us. All of our spiritual leaders are trying to help us. We're all trying to be free. And we're trying to get somewhere, but we don't know where. And we don't know how to get there. So I'm here through these videos to help you. I am a special person. As I said, I'm a resistance fighter. I go undercover. I travel in that unseen world, unseen realm. I also travel in the natural realm. And I live in a home. And I do a lot of other things. But I am a soldier in a war as an ally, desiring that many others come along with a God to help set people free in every nation, from an unseen invader that has set up, entrenched itself, embedded, entombed itself in our lives, whether it's in our spirit, our soul, or our physical body. And it rules us and reigns us and torments us into deep slavery and bondage. And we don't know how to get free. So hopefully 
these webcams will begin to give you hope that there is freedom and to rediscover ways that have been long forgotten so that we can come together as allies and partners in a world war that crosses every nation, every boundary, and we can defeat this enemy that has tormented humanity since its beginning. And we will learn how to fight back, how to resist. We'll know it when it shows up, and we know what its goals are. So enjoy all the webcams. I hope to get better at this. This is kind of new to me. I'll still keep making the videos, and if you want to email me or contact me, you are welcome to. My email address is Pastor Deborah, D-E-B-O-R-A-H, at agapeloveishere.org. You may link to me on LinkedIn at Pastor Deborah, Love is Here. There are some videos on there. Also, you may, I'm on Twitter under Pastor Deborah. Love is here. I also have a YouTube channel called Hidden Kingdoms. There's a lot of videos there. I'm all also on four different podcast platforms. I think it's iTunes, Google Play, Stitcher, and Intune. So if you have an Alexa or something, you can ask for Pastor Deborah. There are some uh, audios you can listen to. And also, I have the website www.agapeloveishere.org I'm already currently in partnership with people in Nepal and Kenya, Philippines, and here in America. And if you wish to call me on the phone, text me. Now, I do not have a smartphone, so I'm not up there yet. Uh, at 1-850-501-5040. That is Central Time in the United States of America, Pensacola, Florida, which happens to be about three hours east of New Orleans. Beautiful beaches, kind of hot right now. But been here a long time, and I am learning how to do this webcam stuff. So hopefully I'll get better, and I will be able to teach better for you. So enjoy each video and please feel free to email me with questions I'll get back to you we got a war to win and people to set free you are invited to become an ally a highly trained soldier and a partner with the mightiest general there ever is agape love and help set people free love always and forever Pastor Deborah Hello, Pastor Deborah here again with another webcam and another lesson from and about the spiritual realm, the hidden realm where the real forever person lives. And I want to give you just a few minutes of some further teaching because in order to understand yourself and others, what's going on in the world, and to have a deeper understanding of many, many things, uh, this one word that we're going to introduce today is very important. It is used in the world today, but it's not used correctly. 
in many ways, but it is used as a representative and a symbol of what's sort of supposed to be. But it doesn't always work out that way. But it will tie into history of civilization, where we got started from, and how we have governed ourselves, and how we're supposed to govern ourselves. So welcome, and enjoy the teaching. Today's lesson is about the word kingdom. Kingdom. There are some nations here uh, on the world now that have a kingdom. They have a king, they have a ruling power, and that has been the world's civilization's ancient government system. Now, where did they get that system from? How did they know to form a kingdom? What is a kingdom? What did it represent spiritually to us? Why did we leave that system of government? These are all some good questions that we have to ask. And we have to measure up our definition of government and say, where is it supposed to be governing? So first, we're going to take the word kingdom, and we're going to divide it out, as you see. The word king slash dom, D-O-M. The word king represents a word for ruler, manager, governor, representative, one who sets the laws, sets the rules, and he is supposed to be governing directly connected to a higher power that is supposed to have the people's goodwill and intentions forefront. Now, that's just the earthly example. Now, the word dom, D-O-M, means dominion. What that means is, where is the king supposed to have dominion? Where is his territory? Where is his land? The resources? What is this king supposed to dominate, subdue, rule, reign, manage, be a shepherd over? That's another lesson. Because in man's ancient civilizations and history, a king with a domain was always the ruling governmental system. Whether you were in a tribe, or you were in a small town, or you were in some sort of nation state, there were always kings. Now how they got there, most people said, was by divine birth, or through spiritual or biological lineage, which is sort of true. And what did the king's domain consist of? The average person does not know. We look at certain kingdoms around the world now, and we see a system of government that we all want to be free from, that we want independence from. We don't like it. It's smothering us. It's oppressing us. It's We don't feel that we're free and we have any say in the kingdom. And that is because the system is not the problem. 
the form of government is not the problem. It is the people and their hearts who are corrupt, who do not understand what this means to be at this level and how they're to rule and reign the people so they can become all they're supposed to be. But that is the history in the short thing. Every nation had a kingdom. Every nation had a king. They had a ruling people who were the government. Now, a little bit more understanding about a king's a kingdom. That is the land, the territory. Back in our ancient civilizations, we had wars. And we had people fighting to take more land and more territory. These were not good kings. And the average person didn't believe he was a king at all. And he felt subjected to the oppressiveness and the other guy who was much stronger. But I teach kingdom from a different concept completely. From a spiritual side. That the very first kingdom that any of us is to rule and govern and have authority over is ourselves. As in my other videos, as you know, I teach that a human is part dirt, humus, and man, a spiritual creation. And the first kingdom that that being, which is every human, is to govern is himself. Well, how do you do that? What part is the king? What rules governs oneself? What truth does oneself have to have to be the king of your own self? So a lot of, most people don't understand that. That the king and his domain first began inside of a person. And where was the government and the laws originally placed? What were the guiding principles? What were the guiding laws for this new territory called a human? Something spiritually in a dirt body. Where was the very first kingdom, the land, the territory, and the resources that this king, whoever he was, was supposed to rule over. Well, Pastor Deborah believes that that first kingdom and its place in a spirit was in the spiritual heart. And originally, long, long time ago, all humans were inside somebody named Adam and they all had this system of government inside of them. But Adam rebelled against the government that was inside of him. His king, the creator of him, gave him a command. You can do anything you want to in the garden. You can eat of any tree. But there's one you cannot touch. That one over there right in the middle. That one, the tree of the knowledge of good and evil. You touch it, you eat from it, you die. 
Why did that happen? Because when you're a small child and you do not know how you learn how to govern and how to be wise is you must be tested. You must have something that challenges your free will so that you can either choose to obey a governmental system that's inside of you and the rules that it set up for you or are you going to disobey become a traitor become a rebel become independent so this first being what we call Adam which means dark earth he was challenged test time what you going to do now he knew nothing of what this tree was he knew nothing of what knowledge was. He knew nothing of what good and evil was. He knew nothing what this creator had said to him. Because most children don't know. If a parent tells a child, don't touch a, put your hand in a flame of fire, it could hurt you. They have no idea what you're talking about, what pain is, why will it hurt me. But a parent knows that bad things happen. So a parent prepares and tries to prevent this event from happening by giving knowledge and giving a command. Don't do it. Don't touch it. You'll get hurt. Something bad will happen. Now, some kids go, ain't touching it. I don't want bad, whatever that is. I don't want that happening. And anyway, these people that seem to love me and care about me told me not to do it. They must love me, and they, they know best, and I don't know anything. So I ain't going to touch it. Others, others of us go, I'm going to see if what you're really saying is true. I'm going to touch it. Because I don't believe you. I don't know what you're talking about, but I got this rebellious streak in me. And it has to learn, and it wants to know by personal experience. So I'm going to go check out your words. See if they're true. I'm going to touch that flame. Well, they do. Pain, burn skin, crying. And what did the parents say? I told you so. I told you don't touch it. You'll get hurt. Now, we have two different kinds of people. One believed what the parents told them. Why? They believed the parents loved them and had more knowledge and had more wisdom than they did. They weren't trying to restrict them in any way, but they were trying to protect them. So they saw the commands not to touch the fire as a protection because of love. The other child felt that you were denying me something. You were restricting me, holding me back. Not letting me be all who I'm supposed to be. Explore and do whatever I want to do. So the parents have to go, okay. And when the pain hits and the skin is burned, the parents feel sad. And they cry and they fix it up and they put salve on it. And all the while they're thinking to themselves, if you had just believed me, you wouldn't be in pain. But there are some of us that we only learn to listen to other people 
could seem to care about us and not do what they tell us to do. So the first kingdom that was in humanity came from the Creator. It was given the rules by one command to Adam. Don't do that. You can do anything else you want to, but don't touch that. Now, Adam knew nothing of what that was, but he obeyed. And then God said, okay, now you've worked in the garden. You are maybe a teenager, sort of. You've worked. You've obeyed. Now you're ready to have a helper, a helpmate. Adam don't even know what a helpmate is. He hadn't come. He hadn't stepped outside this garden. I don't know what that is either. Except the animals talk, the trees talk. It's beautiful. Everything is fine. He's walking and talking with his creator, and it's wonderful. So a helpmate comes along, from out of himself. And what Adam says is, "Oh, you came out of me. You're a part of me. You are just flesh and bone." And God says, when you name something, you give it a name, that is its nature. That is its, that is its relationship to you and to the world. And that's all it can be, because you gave it a name. You gave it a description, an expression. So, it was flesh and bone. Or the man inside was a spiritual being. So, the helpmate can't help him in the spiritual realm. Because the man had said, as king of this world, king of himself, said, this is what you are. This is what you'll do. This is your purpose. You are flesh and bone. And that is all you will be. Nothing else, just flesh and bone. Now, there was somebody else hanging around. Most of us have heard of him in many different names. And he heard this. And he says, okay, I can't get to this Adam, the spiritual being. But I'll work through the flesh and bones. I'll work through that part that is not spiritual, that did not hear the commandments. And then the enticement, the deceptions, the trickery, the bewitchment came to the flesh and bone. And this flesh and bone creature was called Wound Man. W-O-M-A-N. Woman. It was the spiritual being, but in the flesh it would carry the womb, the fetus. It would be the one that would bring forth the dirt. So another spiritual being could come into this world. It was a spiritual being of non-gender, a man, inside a dirt body of humus that carried the womb. They were both kings, and they both had the same kingdom. Rule yourself first. Well, they're all ignorant, little kids. And this other being, who wasn't ignorant, knew if he got them to disobey the kingdoms and the king's commands, they'd be kicked out of this wonderful, wonderful place. And they wouldn't be what they're supposed to be. So that happened, and that's another story. But our first kingdom, 
is always going to be within ourselves. What part of us? As you know, I teach we're three parts. We are a physical body, we are a soul, and we are a spirit. Now, where does that first kingdom start? Is it in the physical body? Or is that already under certain controls and just genetics? And it just operates and fixes itself and has antibodies. Is it already governed by a governmental system, sort of? Genetics? Nature? Is that where we're supposed to be looking at? What about the soul? What is the soul? What is it supposed to be doing? Well, Pastor Deborah here teaches that the soul was the helpmate. It was there to help the spirit being to be on this planet and to be in touch with the earthly world and express what was going on in the spirit realm, in the unseen, and would speak out to its physical body like if it was going to put its hand in fire. And the soul would say, no, we don't do that. We obey what our parents tell us to do. So the soul would have control over the physical body. But where did the soul get this information from? Normally, how it's supposed to work is the kingdom's governmental rules would come from the spirit being who is in connection with its government and its governor that would give it the rules and then the spirit being called man, not gender or sex, would tell the soul part of him, these are the rules. For our protection, we don't put our hands in fire. So then the soul tells the physical body, no, you're not putting that hand in the fire. And when all three parts of us are all governed by this king's domain, when all the territory of ourselves, all our thoughts, our concepts, our ideas, our whole soul, both the conscious and the subconscious, that's the territory of the soul. The hidden man that's in the sub, the lower portions, dark away, hidden down, when he is under the control of the spiritual king, the head of this system, and the land, the physical body, the land of the soul, the land of the spirit, and all of their resources. The spirit has a lot of resources and gifts and abilities. That's another teaching. And the soul has another. They have resources. And the physical body has resources. When all these resources and gifts and ability and thoughts and creations and images, imagination, and feelings and appetites when everything inside of one person is under the king's domain by the higher power then the king has his domain he is ruling and reigning originally the spirit man was to be the king the head of the spirit soul and body and he would rule that land within himself and when a thought from in the soul came up and it didn't line up with the king's uh, rules and government then the spirit would tell him 
that's enough. We're not going to think that way. We are not going to do that. That's not the laws and the governments we rule by. But that light, that governmental system and the governor we were given to help us down here, we lost it. When the young man, Adam, took the apple or whatever it was from his helpmate, took a bite, and they disobeyed the commandment. We lost the governor. We lost that light and connection to that. And from that point on, man's kingdom fell. The spirit became the tail, the servant of the soul. There was no more spiritual king in connection with any kind of spiritual power except the bad guy. And what happened was the soul who was never supposed to be the king and the head and the ruler of this system became the head. Whatever it wanted, whatever it needed, it made everybody else do it. And so for thousands and who knows how many millions, if not billions of years, our little spirit was like the tail of a dog. Wherever the head went, the tail followed. And couldn't do anything else. And the kingdom that was set up got all deformed. And we had a usurper. And the original king, the spirit man, fell. From his high place of rulership over himself. And if you cannot rule yourself first. And have all your territory, land and resources lined up. Working together in unity as one. Then you are not together. You're broken. You're fragmented. And then life came along, circumstances and bad people, because we had no more rulership within our hearts to guide us and to lead us. So our soul, the subconscious part of us, our hidden man, it did whatever it wanted to do. Now it knew it was supposed to be the ruler, so that's what we got on earth now. That's why most of us hate kings and kingship, because they're corrupt they're greedy. They only think of themselves. They misuse the resources. They misuse the people. They don't even govern themselves. But they tell everybody else what to do. And that is because the soul is the one it's ruling. And there is no contact with the one that created it. Now, many of these people are in contact with a higher power. Just not the one that created them. But it did create what you see. And that's the way the world is. And until the kingdom is returned to its proper owner and the rightful king, the spirit man, with the rightful government operating inside of itself, is placed back on its own throne. And the heart is made new. And the soul, the helpmate, takes its rightful place as a helper. And only then 
can a lot of these problems in the world be stopped? Because until the king rises up spiritually with the rightful government ruling itself, because a spirit can be ruled by another governmental system that is very evil and wicked, and the spirit and the soul will do anything to live and survive. So we have a mess down here. We got people that mistreat people. Dogs, animals, cats, mistreat children. Everybody's trying to figure it out. Stop it. They can't. They don't know what, how to do it. They think education is the way. What you're only educating the soul. And until the spirit itself is returned to its proper position. With its proper crown sitting within itself and no longer connected and serving this other higher power and it starts to learn how to be the king of itself its territory of spirit soul and body because it's a child and it needs years and years of tutors in its life teaching that little spirit part who it is how to rule and reign itself we'll go into many battles against the enemy. It's sort of, some of you will understand it from watching ancient history where many people went to battle and people were kidnapped and taken slaves against their will and they had to live in a system. They got their names changed. Bad things happened to them. They didn't have any say because they lost. Their people lost in the war. And the stronger power came in and took them. Other cases, in order to control an entire nation, the children were taken of the ruling elite and taken into back to the victors and raised as in the victors' culture. And the children learned if they stepped outside of that culture or anything, their parents back home would be killed. And then when the children were returned back to their nation, they were so programmed, so conformed, so educated in a foreign government they had forgotten their own people. And this goes on all the time. And until the heart is changed and the spiritual heart is placed back where it's supposed to, it gets lots of teaching. And it learns to the rules that it's to govern by. And the kingdom, the domain, the territory, the land, and the resources of himself first, then that king goes to battle to set other people free. Because some people want to be free, but they don't even know what freedom is. Is that freedom I can take you and put you in a different country, put you in a brand new multi-million dollar home, and are you free? You got a new home. Give you a new boat, car. Are you free? What needs to be freed? Your, co your concepts of what? Yourself, other people, your old memories, talk to those with PTSD. They're not free. They're still fighting wars. What needs to be free? Just moving location, just changing wives, family, changing jobs, it does not make you free. Only when the spiritual heart is renewed and you discover what true freedom is. And then that spirit teaches the soul 
And the soul part of us that's been the head, the ruler, the bully, the bad guy within us, is willingly will walk and die itself and give it up and take its rightful place on its knees as a servant and a vessel to the spirit. Now it takes a long time to get there because that guy don't want to die and he wants to rule and reign just like he's been doing. And there's many spirits that they get their higher power from another source and they are ruling and reigning their kingdom from that source and they are in competition from the original creator. So we have a big mess down here and everybody's trying to fix it. Everybody's trying to educate everybody. Nobody wants to talk about it and nobody wants to really dig deep into what is going on in a human heart to cause a human heart and its soul and its physical body to hurt other people, traffic children, be corrupt, not care for other people, be corrupt kings, corrupt nations. What is going on? How do we fix ourselves? How do we change the way the earth is going? Did you know that the earth responds to what is happening spiritually? Do you know that the earth itself was given power over man? And swallow you right up. The oceans can come right in and sweep you right away. Earthquakes open up the world and you just sink right on down. Volcanoes blow up and you buried. Lightning strikes, fires. The earth has power. And it was given it by its creator. And it is sensitive to the anger, the wars, the bitterness, the words, the hate, everything that's going on. And when it's had enough, it speaks up. So, you better get loving the earth. You better not be abusing it. The animals are the same way. They'll let you know when they're mad. They come in and snatch you away and eat you up and say, ain't going to tolerate it. So, what is going on? Who's supposed to be ruling this planet? Who's supposed to be ruling you? What system of government are you supposed to have within yourself? Is it your culture? Is it your ancestors? Is it a religion that tells you what you're to do and think and believe? What is freedom? What is a kingdom? What's it supposed to do on earth? These are all questions that you must ponder and ask yourself. Do research on. Look. Study history. Ancient civilizations will tell you we all had kingdoms and kings. Now, it wasn't correct because everybody's a king. Everybody's supposed to be a king within himself and govern every part of himself. And then he's supposed to be a shepherd and shepherd and watch over and protect others. And there's supposed to be a governor and a manager of the the land and the resources and be a caretaker. Well, 
that got all perverted and twisted when we lost our governor, the light in the garden. We don't know what to do. We got another voice talking to us. But yet something in us throughout history shows we have some connection to higher powers. We're supposed to be kings and supposed to respect that. We're supposed to have nations with kingdoms. I'll give you a little tidbit. Any nation that declared independent is uh, from its original place is rebellious, has a spirit of rebellion. Because in a kingdom, there is no, if you're a traitor, you are a rebellious person. The word rebellion simply means the word sin. Trespasser. That's it. It's a legal term. It's not a religious term. It is not a, a it's a term that means you had some orders from somewhere. You disobeyed them. You rebelled for whatever reasons. And that rebellion is known as independence, but it's known as sin. And in a kingdom, even within yourself, when you disobey what your heart knows you're supposed to do, rebellion happens. Your cells rebel. And you usually are not a nice person. So, rebellion, sin, independence, and what happened was that man, in its darkness and ignorance, had bad kings and bad nations and empires, and they didn't treat the people very well. And people go, I don't like that system of government. I want to be free and independent. I don't like kingdoms. I don't like kings, monarchy. Because the earthly people made turned us away from it, even within ourselves. So now what we got, everybody's got their own truth. You have a truth, I have a truth, they have a truth, everybody's got a truth. We're supposed to respect everybody's truth. But somebody can't, we can't all be right. Everybody's truth is based on your personal experiences, your culture, your religion or no religion, your feelings, your thoughts, your early childhood with your family, your first teachers, everybody's truth. And that truth is only housed and ruling from your soul. Your spirit who is trying to find its rightful kingdom and its rightful government system to be a part of is seeking that. That is what draws you to this stuff. You go to church, they don't talk about it. You go into the synagogues, they don't talk about it. You go into your mosque, they don't talk about it. They are trying to keep your physical body under control and keep your soul conformed to certain things. Even Muhammad had a spiritual experience and he believed in a higher power and he believed that we shouldn't have all these polygods and tribal gods and ancestor gods but just one it was a little strange but that's what he but okay 
But most of those people are trying to find this kingdom within themselves. They're trying to find the knowledge, the wisdom, how to be peaceful on the inside. There's a war going on inside of each and every one of us. That war is between our spirit and our soul. For who is going to dominate and control this kingdom? The spirit, the soul, and the physical body. Who's the king? Who's the boss? Whose rules are going to be what the whole system is going to live by and operate by? That is the war within. And there's no peace inside because this war is going on. And when the soul rises up as a big warlord and bully, the spirit shrinks back, as you know how it works, goes into slavery, but inside it wants to be free of that. And the physical body, it just wants to have fun and pleasure, and it wants to feel good, don't want any pain, and it will drive you nuts. You know, drive you to do things just to have pain relieved and medicated. It will drive you to get the dopamines and the serotonin and the drug in your brain kicked in so it feels good. So your body is trying to have pleasure, avoid pain. And the soul's trying to be in control and it thinks it's right. And, no, and it has its own truths. And your truths don't line up with its truth. Everybody is a mess. Will education help? Yes, but you're only educating. If you do it the way the world's do it, you're only educating the soul. And it won't hold under pressure spiritually. And it won't hold when the people come in. How do you prevent the kidnappings of young girls? How do you prevent selling children how do you prevent pornography how do you prevent this stuff from happening how do you stop corruption what is corruption where does that happen? how do you stop all the politicians doing what they're doing being blackmail blackmailing people how do you stop this we all know what's going on we all see it we all know but we don't talk about it what is going on with humans? It is because the system, the kingdom of a person, is screwed up. The one who's the king is the soul. And it's in connection to some icky stuff. And you can see it when it hurts people. And yet people will hurt animals just for sexual enhancement. You think the animals are going to tolerate that? You think the earth is going to let you keep hurting the creatures that you're supposed to be shepherding? It won't tolerate it. Then you wonder why we got climate change. The earth has a voice. The animals have a voice. Everybody has a voice. Children, women, men, teenagers, adults. And when the leaders are not good leaders and they just pile up the riches for themselves and they let the people that they're to govern and manage in their nation be poor, 
no schools, no education, no medicine. And they are just putting pleasure on themselves. It won't last. And the people will rise up against the kingdom in the earth. And there will be a rebellion. And you wonder why there's wars after wars. Because people are greedy and they want somebody else's property. Now, there's other teachings that go, what is really going on spiritually behind the scenes? That's, all, that's all another whole teaching. But right now, the kingdom I want you to concentrate on and think about. That every person's to be the king, which means the ruler, the monarch of himself is his own spirit, soul, and body. Start there. Learn what the rules are. Get in unity. Stop the war. Because that's what's going on. So, I hope you enjoyed this teaching on the kingdom. And what a king's domain is. First, yourself. Your spirit, soul, and body. And the domain and the governmental system that that three-part being is to use was originally given by the Creator through what we call the Governor inside the Spirit and telling the little Spirit what the rules are. Then the Spirit would tell the soul and it would follow the head, the King, the Spirit and then the soul would tell the physical body what to do and when to do it. And once that happens now you have peace in the Kingdom peace in the territory, unity. And from that position, it's not fragmented, there's no more war, you can help other people. So, I hope you've enjoyed today's teaching about kingdom, a king's domain. And hopefully we can get back to one governing ourselves from a governor that brings us the management, the rules, the statutes, the commandments, the precepts of a higher government that's not of this planet. Even Allah ain't of this planet. Buddha's trying to find that guy. He's trying to find that peaceful nirvana. We're all trying to find that higher power to be our ruler, our governor, help us Help us to keep our body under control, the territory, the land. Help us to have peace within ourselves and peace within our families and our nations. We're all trying to do it. Even old Muhammad, he knew. He was seeking. He knew that when the tribes were split by many polygods, I mean ancestral gods, everybody had their own god, that they were all fragmented. And that is how we are within ourselves. We all have different gods we serve within ourselves. I might have you might have a part of you that serves money or loves to look at beautiful things or it loves to uh, be the boss or it loves to uh, but we all can serve the polygods inside of ourselves and worship them, pay homage to them, 
and even Muhammad knew there was only one God. Now, a lot of people not quite sure of all of them, and this Heavenly Father are the same guy. But did you know that most of the Arabs actually are part of the Jewish community? The story goes that Abraham was told in the Old Testament that he was to have a son. Well, his wife was barren. She couldn't have any. And she loved to have a kid because back then, if you did not have children, you were considered cursed and not a blessing. She was very beautiful. So, at that time, the law was, Honey, I can't have many kids. Take Hagar from Egypt, a slave, and I will order her to sleep with you. And her baby, it has your seed in it. She's not married to you. But I'll, I'll be right there when she gives birth, and we'll pretend like that baby is ours. But it's really not biological. So Abraham did just what he did, what, like his forefather. Yes, honey, whatever you want. Because he wanted some. He wanted a son. Well, he had Ishmael. Loved Ishmael. 13, 14 years, Ishmael was his only child. And Abraham believed Ishmael was the promised child. And he loved him. Now, Sarah didn't treat Hagar too well. But Abraham was quite happy. That was his firstborn son, Ishmael. Well, for 14 years, God didn't talk to him. Because that wasn't the one. So then, God decides to talk to Abraham. So that ain't the one. That's not the one I'm going to use to save the whole planet. I'm going to bring forth out of a dead womb that nobody would believe would ever give birth to a child. But out of death will come life. Sarah, your legal wife, not Hagar, an Egyptian slave that was given to you to kick you out of Egypt because you brought plagues. You cursed the people when you went and lied. That's another whole story. So she can't be the promised. Her seed It's not the one. Because God was going to show that out of death, what was impossible to happen, that Sarah was going to bring forth a child, the promised seed. And through him, the whole world would be saved. So, Ishmael got kicked out. Sarah said, you can't keep having Ishmael here. You got to kick him and Hagar out. Well, Abraham didn't want to do it. He loved Ishmael. But he did what his wife told him to do. So you have cases where a man is promised something from God. He don't follow the right path. And then somebody's heart got broken, Ishmael's. But God promised Ishmael, I'll make you a mighty nation. And many kings and rulers will come out of you. And guess who that be? That be all the Arabs. Those that claim to be Palestine. That's all. They got kicked out. They're mad. They're angry. And they went and found some God. And eventually Muhammad came. But Muhammad was right. Because you got to have a system. You have to govern yourself. 
You have to study. You have to have schools. We can't have all these polygods and all this stuff. We have to have some rules. We have to govern ourselves. So Muhammad did some wonderful things. And he brought in a government system for the spirit, soul, and body. He brought in the idea, the concept that uh, even ancient Egypt, Imhotet, who had a conversion, believed in Ra, the one God, not polygods of Egypt. So we're right back there with ancient Egypt. There's only one God. So Muhammad had it right. And then you have to read a book. And you have to study. And you have to learn how to govern yourself. Because boy, we're a mess. We want to treat people wrong. We don't know how to talk. We don't know how to care for people. So Muhammad was good. He was a good teacher, a good prophet. And he was trying to tell people, there is a higher power. And there is a God, a one God. And he expects you to live a certain life. And to live a certain way. Now he didn't do it real nice. You know, he forced you, or I'll cut your head off. But at least he had the basic pattern of the system of kingdom. Within ourselves, ruled by a higher power to teach us. So hopefully, you'll begin to think... Ponder these words. Look them up in the Webster's Dictionary. Ask yourself questions. And if you have any, please email me. You can email me at Pastor Deborah at agapelove. Loveishere.org I'm on LinkedIn. I'm on Twitter. I have a website, www.agapeloveishere.org. This is going to go up on YouTube and on the website. And I'll make a podcast out of it so you can just listen to it. Start at the beginning with words. Don't assume you know the truth. Don't assume anybody else knows the truth. Don't trust even me. Go look up the word. Look it up for yourself. Go back and study our history as humans. Look at our government systems. Where did we start? How were higher powers involved in our lives? How did we get where we are today? Study. Research. It's all out on YouTube. A lot of historical documents, books. Study history. Look back to see where we came from. What were the ancients telling us about ourselves and our kingdom within? Study. And I hope you come back again. Listen to another one. I'm working on many other things at the same time. But this one is about kingdom. That a king's domain and territory, land and resource. First, is his, is his spirit, soul, and body. Every part of it, every thought, every imagination. He has to have control over his eyes, his hands, his sexual organs, his appetites, his body, his desires, his imagination. We start there. Once we get that land completely conquered, every little part of it, and we become one kingdom within ourselves, and we settle down in peace, then we can help other people. 
was enjoyment to have you. I see you guys sitting around. Usually uh, we're in the garden when we're doing this and all the little creatures are sitting around watching. Yeah, Wilbur's here and the bluebirds and everybody. Because they love to hear about them creation because they're a part of it. So come back. I'll try to get this up real quick. So enjoy talking to you. And if you came in the spirit, you are welcome to come again. And anytime you watch this, you will be in the garden. Look around to see who's there. Love always and forever. Pastor Deborah. God be love. Love is here.